Finally today, the term remix culture is used to describe the combination of old cultural materials to make brand new works. In the world of music in particular, older original content serves as the building blocks for new creations. From Morocco, producer Jordan Fletcher sent us a story about one musician who hopes to use remix culture as a way to educate consumers and give back to struggling folk artists. It's late at night in a rocky pasture high in the Middle Atlas Mountains. Under the burning glow of a single gas lamp, a dozen musicians and onlookers are assembled in a circle inside a spare shepherd's hut. They're playing the music of the indigenous Amazigan people of central Morocco. Far from disapproving eyes, the women have removed their headscarves and kaftans, revealing lush hair and flowing dresses underneath. Whiskey and hashish pass freely among the revelers. But this is no ordinary music gathering. It's also a high-tech recording session. There's an array of microphones and camera equipment spread around the room. I should probably take a step back for a minute. I'm here lending a hand to an old friend, Hatim Belyamani. We definitely live in a remix culture, and in a remix culture, we just get really excited at the ease with which we can sample anything from anywhere around the world. We've been driving across Morocco on a mission in search of traditional folk musicians to record and photograph. You hear all kinds of stuff. You hear dance music or more avant-garde music that has samples from India or Uzbekistan, Brazil. But at the same time, I feel like there's something important missing. team has a big idea. He plans to sample these recordings and then build an iPad app that will allow users around the world to remix the original music and images into entirely new creations. Hatim wanted to feel more connected to the music samples he was consuming as an electronic musician. He also wanted to learn more about his native country. So last winter, he quit his job at Apple and set out for Morocco. But something's been nagging at him ever since he started this journey very important for me that I get their validation. There's a small part of me that fears that they will experience transformation as uh, some sort of corruption of their works. Then this project becomes more about what, what I want and much less about what they want. Hatim's search led him to Khanifra, a small city in the Middle Atlas Mountains, renowned for its traditional musicians. There, he met Brahim Fadel, a singer and Kamenja fiddle player, who ekes out a living for his family by selling CDs and MP3 thumb drives out of a small kiosk. I sat down with him for about three hours that day, just listening. Listening to his words, listening to his music, watching some of the videos on his little screens. And so I knew right away that there was a bond between us. Rahim organized Hatim's first recording sessions with local Berber musicians. Then Hatim returned to San Francisco and programmed the content into two small electronic boxes. Using buttons, knobs, and sliders, he conjures an experience. It samples and remixes the original sounds and images with each other. For example, press the button for bass sounds, and you also see an image of a bass guitar-like gimbal. Ask for percussion, and a bendier frame drum comes into view. Turn a knob, 
and the sounds and images warp and dissolve together, endlessly morphing. It's kind of like the ultimate video game for people who create electronic music. Hatim's invention drew the attention of dance music fans back home in California. And from there, the idea grew. I wanted to figure out a way to, to create a new funding mechanism for these musicians because I can't just take their stuff and not pay them adequately or feel like the only way to pay them adequately is to give them a one-time fee when I'm recording them. None of that felt right to me, and it's definitely not sustainable. So the next step is to transform the two electronic boxes into an iPad app that Hakeem hopes will channel a share of any proceeds back to the musicians. You know, part of me thinks it's uh, foolish, but I certainly see the potential, and uh, I'm going to try. Which is why we're driving back to Finifra, to look for more musicians to sample. Hatim's vision comes to pass. One day soon, you might find yourself remixing images and sounds of musicians living on the other side of the world. In these moments, right here, could have been the beginning. For the world, this is Jordan Fletcher. It's not just the results that are cool. You also got to watch how remix culture is made, from recording musicians deep within a Moroccan forest at four in the morning to mixing those recordings with the latest digital audio gear. We posted a video at theworld.org. From the Nana Bill Harris Studios at WGBH in Boston, I'm Marco Werman. Thank you for listening. Oklahoma.